welcome to Game Pinions episode 45. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we are back again for another episode of Game Pinions. For those of you that don't know, we are Game Pinions, a podcast where we talk selectively about gaming news, games, and our gaming experiences, both new and old. And every Thursday, we send it out to your favorite podcast app for your consumption. We also send it to YouTube and GamePinions.net for those of you interested. This week's topics include a singular topic for a singular podcaster today. I don't have anybody with me. We're rocking it old school, like the old episodes of Game Pinions. Our topic today is going to be about the popular streaming platform known as Twitch. I tried to collect my ideas but best I could and try to organize them so they are somewhat coherent. And we're going to go through them right now. So this episode... It's going to be based on Twitch, and I just want to make sure that this doesn't really turn into like a ranting video, because I don't want this to be a ranting video or a ranting podcast, because we are a video now, technically, because we are in the Animal Crossing studio here on Raftel, um, for those of you YouTube watchers. Now, I just wanted to preference this by saying that I do not hate Twitch, and I don't have a problem with Twitch as a platform, and I think the vast majority of streamers are very good, genuine individuals that are very talented, and I am very envious of their skills at live streaming. I am. And I think that Twitch is a great platform. It's a good way to connect with your audience. I think that the way you can interact directly live with your audience is really unique and special. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It really is. And being able to connect with him, especially while you're enjoying a hobby such as gaming, or there's some guy that was making things out of wood and teaching people how to make things out of wood. I think that's awesome. And there's also just chatting and, and various other topics and various other categories that you can do. I think it's awesome. There's not really another platform like that, you know, live streaming. Um, that you can connect with your audience in that way. Po- and unlike podcasting and unlike YouTube, there's also no post-production. You have to do everything right the first time, essentially. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't. But I've seen some live streams, and I'm just really impressed with how engaged people can get with their audience, but then also be extremely focused on playing a game. To me, Twitch has always been about gaming. It's always been about the gaming aspect of Twitch. Obviously, it's grown way past that. But gaming, to me, will always be what Twitch was mainly about. Now, um, unlike, uh, you know, YouTube videos and podcasts, you know, like I was talking about earlier with the connection with your audience, you know, you don't get the same connection because you get it. You're being interacted with while you're doing it. When you're on YouTube or you're in a podcast, it's always after the fact that you get feedback. It's always after the fact if you get it. Now, um, I just want to, you know, also say something I respect about Twitch streamers because, As a podcaster, I completely understand, especially when starting out when you don't have any downloads, it's very, very, very discouraging. You know, it can be very disheartening that no one's listening to your stuff, no one's watching, no one's subscribing, nobody's leaving comments or whatever. Yeah, it can be extremely disheartening. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you enjoy it so much that you don't really care too much if you don't get a ton of feedback. It's just how it is. Twitch streaming, though, is something that I imagine would be on a completely different level because you're basically making a video. 
but you're not hitting record and you're not necessarily saving the video, obviously Twitch will save the streams. But the thing that is about, you know, the thing that's cool about a podcast or even a YouTube video is that years down the line, as long as you kind of made your, your podcast or your YouTube video, I guess, future proof in terms of its topic, you could get downloads for that years down the line. It might not be instant success or it might not be downloaded at all in its first year or first month or whatever. But years down the line, people may download it depending on how active you've been since then. Twitch, though, is a little bit different. Once that that Twitch is over and I'm pretty sure it doesn't stay in the in the the, the queue forever after it's done, it doesn't save as a, a save stream forever. If I remember correctly, I think it's a limited time unless you decide to upload it to YouTube but people won't see the stream. So it's like you're basically practicing. It's like a live practice and you're hoping that someone shows up. You just don't really know if someone will. And especially with a lot of competition, it's very difficult to be discovered in terms of that. And you know, not so much different than podcasting and YouTube, but it's just, I think it's on a completely different level because it's basically you're waiting for people to show up, but you have to go on like people are there. You have to be talking, you have to be interacting. And all that time you're honing your skills. And I don't know, I just, I have a ton of, ton of respect for that because it's, like I said, it's probably discouraging, but I, I just, I think it's really impressive that people that stick around, the people that are there, you know, and eventually gain a following. I think that that's really, really admirable. I think that's awesome. And, you know, part of the reason why people podcast, I mean, and why people stream and why people make video content is to connect with people. I mean, obviously you do it because you love it. Like I love podcasting. And even if nobody listened, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, that's just how it is. I just, I'm pretty much committed to doing it. It's not about you know, how much money you can potentially earn or how many followers you can gain. It's really about the fact that I enjoy doing it. And that's how, you know, a lot of these Twitch streamers are too. They're going to Twitch stream regardless. And they've proven that they're going to because they've done it since the beginning when no one was there. So I think that's really impressive. And I really do genuinely like that a lot. You know, I think the largest portion of Twitch streamers are good, genuine people. And I don't want this next, you know, these next statements that or next points rather that I'm going to make take away from that or diminish that because Twitch is, you know, by and large, a very positive platform, you know, at least, you know, from my perspective, it is. So, yeah, I, I think that it's, uh, it's, it's very disheartening to, uh, to hear some of the things that have been coming out, you know, about certain Twitch streamers. And it seems like every week there is just unfortunate drama between all of the biggest popular Twitch streamers. And it's just, it gets old to read about. Obviously drama sells, and obviously, you know, this is just, you know, YouTube and Twitch. It's it's a lot of it's drama. Everyone loves the drama. Everyone loves the, the you know, the beefs on Twitch and all that stuff. And, you know, I've, I've strayed away from Twitch. I, I don't really watch Twitch streams. I don't really keep up with it. But I always see things on, you know, my, my YouTube suggestion feed. And it's always having to do about Twitch fights and all that stuff. And it's just, it's somebody new every week. It's like they alternate. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just, I, I kind of miss the days where Twitch was, you know, more vanilla and there really wasn't these big time Twitch streamers and it was just kind of calmer, you know, it was like a much more inviting environment, you know, in terms of perception wise. Now though, all the big Twitch streamers, not all of them, that's, that's wrong, not all of them, but a lot of these big Twitch streamers, you know, they're getting into like these weird groups and they talk and people get insulted and it's like, I don't know, that's also once again, <laughs> very general, but from an outsider perspective, somebody that doesn't dig, 
That's what it appears to me. And as somebody that sees these people and sees people interact and they're fighting and they're cursing and they're doing weird stuff, it makes you think like, you know, maybe this isn't something that I'm really interested in if this is what the main people are doing. Once again, that's just an outside perspective. I know that it's not like that. I just want to kind of, you know, someone from the outside, and obviously I know it's not, like I can distinguish that, but just someone from the outside, it looks kind of bad. You know, it doesn't look, it's not a great look for Twitch when you have like your, you know, faces of Twitch not really doing a good job at being the face of Twitch and they're getting involved in drama where, you know, I think their audience deserves more than that. I think that the audience doesn't want their, you know, favorite streamer to be fighting about something different every week and trying to drag other people through the mud and trying to go after sponsors and trying to it's like all this stuff that is really unnecessary like just enjoy streaming like you're losing i feel like when you start getting involved in all that drama you're use, you're losing what was most important to begin with and that is having fun enjoying your audience enjoying the connection with people that you have like it's a really awesome platform that you have it's something that a lot of people will never have you have a vast connection. You have a vast influence on people. And that was something that was kind of concerning about Twitch. And it's it's a, a double-edged sword here because live access gives creators a lot. It does. It gives creators and audience a lot of communication possibilities. You know, it gives instant reaction. But along with all of the positives from that, there are negatives. Now, live access gives creators heavy influence over viewers. I think more so than YouTube videos do, just because it's so instantaneous and it's like so direct. But vice versa, I think that, you know, the viewers also have heavy influence over the Twitch streamers. And it's, like I said, it's not necessarily always a bad thing, but there was certain instances this year, especially, and once again, such a small portion. Like, this is a very, very, very small portion. I do not want to say this was the vast majority of Twitch because it's not. It's a small portion that I think honestly has been overblown. But even if it's been overblown, it still makes Twitch look bad. And it still makes, I don't know, it still is very disheartening to me. And that is the whole thing of e-begging. E-begging is, is basically when a creator guilt trips their audience and in my opinion, it's a predatorial practice, but the guilt trips, guilt trips their audience into, you know, feeling bad about not donating or trying to guilt trip them into donating to them or, you know, subscribing, which is like $5 a month. And I'm not going to name names because I feel like that's completely unnecessary. I think that you definitely don't have to, but everyone knows who I'm referencing. And it's, it's a shame that you do because it's something that shouldn't have happened. And I understand that there's like publicity stunts and, you know, everyone's going to treat their platform differently. And then it's, it's, some people are going to abuse it. Some people aren't, but the fact that, you know, you're guilt tripping your audience who could possibly be using your content as escapism or someone that just wants to watch their favorite streamer, you've become their favorite streamer. They just want to watch you play a game or they want to talk to you or whatever. And here you are basically saying that, you know, if you're not paying, you need to get a job or you need to use your time better and make money because you shouldn't be watching Twitch or whatever. And that's just, it's ridiculous. And you know what? The only thing I would say to that is maybe, maybe the creator is right in a sense that maybe you should be using your time differently, like on a different streamer that's actually going to care about you. So it's, it's very disheartening. And if you're a viewer, it's like, if you're giving your time to watching their stream, because I guarantee you there are many streamers out there that would be extremely appreciative to have your viewership. I feel like if, if, a, if somebody was complaining that they're not getting money from you, even though you are going through 
and you are watching, you are spending your time, which is the most valuable thing you can possibly give somebody, and they're complaining about it, I think that you should go find a different streamer to watch because that streamer does not deserve your time. Now, obviously, you can do whatever you want with your time, and I, I should not be telling you what to do with your time. But I think that it's just very, I don't know, it just it rubs me the wrong way. You know, I think that your time is very valuable. I think that if you're taking the time to watch their content, that is more than enough. Obviously, money is great. Everybody would love money. There's not a lot of people that are going to turn down money. But your viewership is more than enough. And if that's not enough for somebody, they don't deserve your viewership. Simple as that. So I just, I don't know, it's just very disheartening to see um, certain situations that have occurred on Twitch. And like I said, not the vast majority. It's a very, very, very small sample size. But there's also some fear that because these certain streamers have done similar practices and similar scenarios, they've gotten involved in that, that people are going to copy them because it's an awesome publicity stunt. And it will hurt them at first, but then it could help later down the line once they, you know, they get their name out there about what they did. And then they can basically play it off or they can own up to it or they can do whatever. Either way, it's going to give them a surge in viewership, which, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame that it has to be that way. So it's, uh, it's just, it's a really predatorial practice. I think that it really, um, you know, preys on maybe the younger viewers that are a little bit more influential, you know, they're well, not influential, but you know, easier to influence rather. And I think that it's something that I don't know if Twitch should necessarily ban it. I feel like, you know, Twitch has a lot of different things that maybe they should look into in terms of how to adjust rules. But I think that e-begging, you can't really ban it because then it's, you know, what else are going are you going to ban from Twitch and then it, you know, becomes an issue. But I just it's just a bad look. It's a really bad look and, you know, it's just a shame that people still support the certain people that are using these predatorial practices to, you know, try to get money out of you. It's just it's just not right. A lot of people go on a Twitch for, you know, an escape and something that they can relax after maybe, you know, working a hard day. Maybe they are tight on money. You know, you just don't know anyone's situations. And they it's when when you have a viewership, they don't owe you anything. You're choosing to stream. You're choosing to to use your time to stream to people. So they don't owe you any money and they don't owe, they don't, they really don't owe you anything. I mean, it's, you're, you're deciding to do that. So it's really just, you know, their time and your time that should be used. And, you know, if you're lucky enough to have that many viewers that you can complain to, you shouldn't be complaining. You just shouldn't. So that's, that's one thing that I don't like about Twitch. And another thing is, um, accidental nudity. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to go and, and say, you know, you need to wear this or you need to wear that because that's not any of my business. And I don't care what anybody wears. And, you know, I don't care about, I don't, I mean, if you guys want to go on Twitch naked, go ahead. Like, absolutely. If that's what you want to do, sure. But, you know, it just makes the platform seem a little less wholesome. And, you know, I understand accidental nudity in video games. If you're playing it for the first time, you don't necessarily know and you want to have a genuine reaction. I don't feel like that's something that you should really be in trouble for. And I don't think you should really be penalized for it because it's it's not intentional. But when when it's an actual streamer that has accidental nudity, I think that it's a little bit ridiculous. Like I, I walk around my house and, or it's not really my house, but I walk around the house and, you know, I have like, you know, my shorts on and my shirt, man, my, my pants never just like suddenly, you know, slip off. I mean, it's just, I never accidentally have a nudity incident in my house. I, I just never do. So why 
why would you have accidental nudity on Twitch? It just, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, how does that happen? How do you accidentally nudify yourself? Like, I just, I don't understand. And, you know, if that, if it happens, you know, whatever. But I don't know. It's just, to me, it kind of makes Twitch look bad. You know, it's going to affect sponsors. You just had accidental nudity in front of all these children. It's a little bit concerning. So I just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't think that that should be a thing. I think that should be, you know, penalized pretty heavily if it's the streamer that is the subject to the accidental nudity, because I imagine that that's pretty easy to avoid. I can't really think of a situation unless your clothes suddenly just completely rip off. I just don't see how that is a legitimate thing. I, just, I've, I mean, personally, I've never had that issue. I mean, I've had my pants ripped before, but I've never had a nudity moment. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. I've never had an accidental nudity moment, so not really super fond of that. So yeah, I mean, there's just certain things that I'm not really a huge fan of on Twitch that occur. And, you know, like I said, the large portion of Twitch streamers are awesome people and they're creating some awesome content. And I'm very jealous of their abilities to do all this stuff at once in a multitask because I know I can't do it. If I had to do my podcast in one shot with no editing, oh man, I would have anxiety. I would have a ton of anxiety because... I like going in there and, and fixing things and closing up audio gaps. And, you know, because I'm a remote podcast, that's something I have to do. But, I mean, you have streamers that are on and they're dual streaming and they're, you know, they have to just kind of deal with that stuff on the fly. And then, of course, if you're, you know, recording with like an old school Elgato, there's, you know, some voice separation there if you're going to be using OBS. So you have to, you know, account for that. And, all, you know, the little slight latency. You know, it's a little bit of trial and error. It's not super complicated, but that's something that you can consider right? It's something you have to consider. You know, there's just certain things on Twitch that I'm just not a huge fan of. And that's just the, you know, blatant, you know, um, you know, drama train that these big popular Twitch streamers tend to be on. And, you know, there's definitely, you know, the whole e-begging thing, which is a very small portion, but the people doing it, they need to stop. They need to not do it. And they should know better. And they should be, you know, supportive of their audience. You know, you're performing for them, but you're also performing for yourself. You're doing this because you enjoy to, to live stream. So don't put that on, you know, your audience to pay you because it's just not something that they are obligated to do. You're extremely lucky to have them as an audience, as a viewer, and even sometimes a fan. But I, like I said, I want to just, you know, pound the drum that I think Twitch is an awesome platform. It's a platform that I'm interested in. And I actually did dabble in Twitch way back when, back in, I think, 2015 or 2014, one or the other. And I loved it back then. I loved the, it, it seemed very like open, where now it seems a little bit more, you know, it seems way broader in terms of, you know, what kind of streamers are there. I feel like when it first opened, it was mainly a gaming streaming service. But now it's it's a lot more open, but it also almost feels a little closed off because there's so many people doing it. So, you know, it's it's hard to get recognized. It's hard to get noticed. You know, if you're on your, your Twitch stream and no one's viewing, you know, just know that there is definitely something to be said for you to continue to your stream even without getting viewers. I think that is highly respectable. And I think you should keep going. I think that you need to just keep putting your head down, keep recording, 
And, you know, I think that you're going to, to find an audience and you're going to get better and you're going to, you know, use all that time to hone your skills. And when you have people that you can talk to and interact with and they can watch you play your games or, you know, whatever you want to do, it's going to be extremely rewarding. And I am extremely excited for you. So I don't want to make this episode super long. Next week, we're going to be talking about Justin TV. And we're going to get a little bit more in detail with Justin TV because this is really just, you know, like I said earlier, my collection of thoughts about Twitch. And um, I don't want to overcomplicate it here. Um, But like I said before, you guys can uh, find this on your favorite podcast app on YouTube and on GamePinions.net. Every Thursday, you guys can check out GamePinions. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be trying to create some episodes, maybe a couple per week, maybe just a single per week. I don't know. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to GamePinions.net. Hit that subscribe button. Keep on rolling with us as we go through on our way to episode 50, halfway to 100. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GamePinions. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now. You can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats. So you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com. Look up what it is all about. Use promo code Game Pinions. Get started on an adventure of a lifetime. <laughs>